Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. For over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the Old Republic. Before the dark times. Before the Empire. How did my father die? A young Jedi named Darth Vader, who was a pupil of mine until he turned to evil, helped the Empire hunt down and destroy the Jedi Knights. He betrayed and murdered your father. Now the Jedi are all but extinct. Vader was seduced by the dark side of the Force. The Force? Now, the Force is what gives the Jedi his power. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us, it penetrates us, it binds the galaxy together. Hello and welcome again to another episode of Wonder Soul. This is episode 137, The Force. And I am your host, Lucas. Uh, thank you for checking out this podcast. If this is your first episode of Wonder Soul, please go back and check out the remainder of the catalog um, and tell me what you think. There's plenty of content there, a variety of topics there as well. If you support the podcast on Patreon, I want to say thank you so much. Uh, for supporting us and going that extra mile. It truly does mean a lot. And uh, yeah, I hope everyone is doing well. And hope you guys enjoyed uh, Volume 6 and 7 of Wonder Sounds. And um, just getting ready for the new year. And here we are. Uh, as I record this, it is December 19th, 2019. This is the uh, day before the official release of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. The third film in the new Star Wars Disney trilogy. Um, And if you're not aware, growing up, I was a huge Star Wars fan. Um, My stepfather, uh, luckily, was also into Star Wars and he passed on his uh, three VHS tapes of the original trilogy to me. Uh, to watch, I think I was around between six and eight years old, um, and I, I instantly fell in love. Uh, I was just blown away by the special effects, the story, and just had never seen or experienced anything quite like it. And then we get 1999, and we have The Phantom Menace. The prequels come out uh, as I'm growing up. And I felt very lucky to have my own version of Star Wars. Uh, The fact that they were going to go back and do this whole story of how Anakin Skywalker, Luke Skywalker's father, you know, falls victim to the dark side and becomes Darth Vader, one of the most iconic villains of all time. And that was such an exciting time to have Star Wars after such a gap between Return of the Jedi and uh, Phantom Menace. There was like over 10 years of waiting. Um, During that period, you had a bunch of uh, content as far as comic books, novels, video games, um, what is now known as the Expanded Universe. Um, Now, this, you know, fast forward the clocks and we uh, have Disney purchasing Lucasfilms 
Um, and they started a whole new trilogy, starting with The Force Awakens in 2015. And here we are, a couple years later, um, on the day of, for me at least, I'm going to see The Rise of Skywalker tonight. And so throughout uh, this month of December and leading up to it, I knew I wanted to talk about Star Wars. You had Star Wars uh, Jedi Fallen Order, the video game that came out on Xbox, um, PlayStation, I'm not sure about PC. Um, You also had The Mandalorian, the first live action Star Wars television show on Disney Plus streaming services. So, you know, over the past couple of years, especially, Disney has approached December as this, like, Star Wars month. And uh, so it always feels like something Star Wars is coming out. Um, I can't forget to mention that there were some other movies that have come out from Disney, from Star Wars, uh, Solo and Rogue One. Which weren't really a part of the episode sagas, but they did uh, serve their purpose in between each of those stories. And uh, among those, we also had different television shows like The Clone Wars, uh, Rebels, and I think uh, Resistance uh, is the the latest one right now. Anyways, um, so I wanted to talk about Star Wars, and I thought about different things that I could talk about, and I saw so many other podcasters, uh, content creators doing an an amazing job, you know, dissecting each movie or just talking about it uh, in general. And so I thought about how I could sit down and talk to you guys about Star Wars and, and... maybe look at it a different way and try to understand why so many people gravitate towards uh, these characters, these stories, these movies, and just this universe that George Lucas has created and so many of others have contributed. And now just seeing how many people were and still are affected by these movies, by these stories. You know, as a kid growing up in the 90s and even the early 2000s, you know, you could see that Star Wars was popular. I mean, it was way popular even before I was born. But, you know, I think that just speaks for what kind of phenomenon we are talking about and dealing with. And even though I knew that I couldn't pin down just one solid answer as far as why Star Wars stands out among so many other, um, you know, stories and creations just like it. Uh, You know, when you get down to it, it's a science fiction story (laughs) taking place in a fictional, you know, universe or a galaxy far, far away a long time ago. Um, But you have space and lasers and, and, and... spaceships and uh all these huge epic space battles aliens robots droids different planets i mean it's bonkers that these universes that don't exist come from so many different people's imagination and how that gets put out into the world and has such an impact on culture and just people's lives uh you know there's huge mega fans of anything out there, but definitely of things like Star Wars. 
And uh, even though I wasn't one of those kind of fans, I always appreciated Star Wars for what it did for me growing up and what it still does for me today and the people I've been able to connect with and meet through our shared, uh, you know, interests and, you know, our fandom towards Star Wars. Um, So knowing that if I were to ask anybody why they like Star Wars or why they don't like Star Wars, that everybody would have their own reasoning. And so that's very personal uh, for everyone because something like Star Wars comes into everyone's lives at different times. And while these movies and stories are geared towards younger audiences, there's something about falling in love with these stories and characters when you're younger and then still growing up and finding all the different kinds of lore and all the stories that continue to come out even till today. Um, And it's really hard to capture that first time that first experience when you first sit down in the theater and watch one of these films no matter if it was the prequels uh, the current trilogy that we have out right now or the uh, the originals Um, either way you know whatever it was and whatever time we got introduced to star wars if we fell in love with it uh, you know it's really hard (laughs) to to match that and, and that's okay. But I think I wanted to really understand, no matter when you saw this, no matter why, what really makes Star Wars stand apart from all of this other science fiction that's out there. And one of the things that came to my mind was the whole idea of the Force. Now, if you're not too familiar with Star Wars, the Force... Um, is basically what the Jedi or the Sith use uh, as their powers in this universe. You'll see them use mind tricks and move objects and even shoot lightning from their fingertips and and do so many crazy uh, things. It's like this super power, this ability that only a few can tap into, even though... The Force is this living thing that surrounds and binds us. And one of the things that I wanted to uh, ask people before I recorded was what did the Force mean to them? Because it's such a cultural phrase that people just throw out there when they think of Star Wars is like, may the Force be with you or, you know, use the Force, Luke. You know, just like those catchphrases. But I was like, I wonder if people really understand what it is and if everybody has a different understanding or interpretation of that. So I'm going to read off some responses that I received on Wonder Soul's Instagram and also its Twitter account. So if you don't already follow Wonder Soul on social media, be sure to do so. It is the best way to stay up to date and when these questions or things come out you can be featured in the episodes so here's one response that i got from uncle mike's world if you don't know him follow him on youtube and twitch uh he is a great content creator up and coming uh and good friend of mine he said the force is more uh of a link to the ethereal dimension that affects not only physical things in many mysterious ways but in a spirit as well It's the flow of time and self-identity. The more you've come to accept yourself and the things around you, you could really keep your expectations low and move through anything with gusto. 
Yes, your will has to be strong and you need to be passionate because over time, if you don't keep yourself up, then the force that you have will wither away. That's a great answer. Thank you, Uncle Mike's World. Uh, this is from Ask Why Not on Instagram. The electrical energy that moves through everything in the universe. Ah, okay. So you're thinking of it as more of a power like a current. Okay, okay. Okay, moving into Twitter. I uh, have some responses here from Ocho Duro Parlay Hour, which is another podcast that you definitely should check out. Uh, their response was, it's the ultimate level of hope in PMA which to me, I understand PMA as positive mental attitude, mind over matter, um, which is a really good way of looking at it. But if you're looking at the force as a whole, there is two sides to it, isn't there? Uh, in, in, a, in a certain way, there's the light side and the dark side. They're all a part of the same thing, but there's this duality to the force that if you... Um, focus on one side or the other you can tap into different abilities um, ghosts of the stratosphere said movies i don't care about this <laughs> is uh, steve of um, eilfm podcast everything i learned from movies uh, also a great podcast you should check out he said force equals mass times acceleration okay touche touche um eight br said well it didn't help me conjure up the stolen data tapes or give me clairvoyance enough to find the rebels hidden for it i'll say that much okay <laughs> okay i got you there uh let's see what else i think there was a couple more and uh, i want to make sure i read those before we move on ah here we go this is from geek freaks podcast and their response was easy wonder soul Midi-chlorians were intelligent microscopic life forms that lived symbiotically inside the cells of all living things. When present in sufficient numbers, they could allow their host to detect the pervasive energy field known as the Force. That was actually a quote by Qui-Gon Jinn, the Jedi Master of Obi-Wan Kenobi, who is uh, in the... The Phantom Menace, the episode one of the Star Wars saga. But before I get into anything more, I just want to say thank you for everyone who responded to that post. I really do appreciate it. And thank you for your answers. Um, and that's the thing. The Force is so many different things to everyone, just like Star Wars is. And um, the thing about Star Wars, though, is that it is such a weird <laughs> franchise if we're looking at it like that. See, the original movie, A New Hope, which is actually episode four, came out in 1977. Uh, within that original trilogy, which is movies and episodes four, five, and six, uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi are the original trilogy. Now, the prequels are one, two, and three, which is The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith which tells the story of Anakin Skywalker, Luke Skywalker's father, and his turn to the dark side. Now we are in this new trilogy, which is The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker. And that's 7, 8, and 9. And the thing about it is, it's like a story that's been told out of order. And um, when George and everyone went back and did the prequels, there were different things that were added, like the midi-chlorians, which kind of took the spiritual essence of the Force and kind of made it more of a scientific, grounded 
thing, which didn't really please a lot of fans, including myself, but I kind of look at it as being one in the same with the Force and how I see the Force. But before we get to my personal um, idea of the Force, I wanted to go over what the basic definition and concept of the Force is. And here it says, The Force is a metaphysical power in the Star Wars universe. It is wielded by four sensitive characters throughout the franchise. Heroes like the Jedi, who seek to become one with the Force, who are the light side of the Force, uh, while the Sith and other villains exploit the Force and try to bend it towards their will. The Force has been compared to aspects of several world religions and the phrase, may the Force be with you, has become part of the popular culture vernacular. So that's pretty much what most people would say the Force is by definition. Now, this is where it gets interesting concept and development here. Uh, George Lucas created the concept of the Force to address character and plot development or plot developments in Star Wars 1977. He also wanted to, quote, awaken a certain kind of spirituality in young audiences, suggested a belief in God without endorsing any specific religion. He developed the Force as a non denominational religious concept distilled from the essence of all religions premised on the existence of God and distinct ideas of good and evil. Wow, that's a mouthful, right? Lucas said that there is a conscious choice between good and bad and, quote, the world works better if you're on the good side, end quote. In 1970s San Francisco, where Lucas lived when he wrote the drafts that became Star Wars, New Age ideas incorporated the concept of Q uh, and other notions of mystical life force were, quote, in the air, end quote, and widely embraced. Ah, so he was almost inspired by what was going on in 1970s San Francisco, where he was growing up. So Lucas used the term the force to, quote, echo its use of a cinematographer, Roman Crotter, in 2187-1963, in which Crotter says, quote, many people feel that in the contemplation of nature and in communication with other living things, they become aware of some kind of force or something beyond this apparent mask which we see in front of us, and they call it God. Although Lucas had Crotier's, and I'm sure I'm butchering that pronunciation's line in mind specifically, Lucas said the underlying sediment is universal and that, quote, similar phrases have been used extensively by many different people in the last 13,000 years. So continuing on, the first draft of Star Wars makes two references to, quote, the force of others and does not explain the concept. King Chaos, or Chaos, utters the blessing, may the force of others be with all, or be with you all. And later says, I feel the force also. The power of the force of others is kept secret by the Jedi Bendu of Ashla, an aristocratic cult in the second draft. The second draft offers a lengthy explanation of the force of others and introduces Ashla 
light side, and Bogan, dark side. The Ashla and Bogan are mentioned 10 and 31 times, respectively, and the force of others plays a more prominent role in the story. In this draft, Luke Starkiller's mission is to retrieve the Kyber Crystal, which can intensify either the Ashla or Bogan powers. The film's shorter third draft had no references to the Ashla, but it mentions the Bogan eight times, and Luke is still driven to recover the Kyber Crystal. Lucas finished the fourth and near final draft on January 1st, 1976. This version trims the force of others to just the force, makes a single reference to the force's seductive dark side, distills an explanation of the force to 28 words, and eliminates the kyber crystal, which we know, uh, if you're a Star Wars fan, plays a larger role in the lore of Star Wars. Producer Gary Kurtz, who studied comparative religion in college, had long discussions with Lucas about religion and philosophy throughout the writing process. Kurtz told Lucas he was unhappy with drafts in which the Force was connected with the Kyber Crystal, and he was also dissatisfied with the early Ashla and Bogan concepts. Here we are with Lucas and screenwriter Leigh Brackett decided that the Force and the Emperor would be the main concerns in The Empire Strikes Back, 1980. The focus of The Emperor was later shifted to the third film, Return of the Jedi, 1983, and the dark side of the Force was treated as the Empire Strikes Back main villain. So that's just kind of giving us the development of the Force, where it started out originally in some of the first drafts of Star Wars and where it ended up by the time we get to the later films of the original trilogy. Now, that's when we get to the prequels, okay? Uh, Like in The Phantom Menace, 1999, it introduced uh, the midi-chlorians, microscopic creatures that connect characters to the Force. Although Lucas had conceived the idea as early as August 1977, Lucas based the concept on symbiogenesis, sorry, calling midi-chlorians a loose depiction of microchondria, he further said. so yeah, the, the Force started to become a little bit more complicated uh, in description than it was initially. And there was something about the idea of the Force before that whole concept of midichlorians came into play. Um, before then, it, it did feel more of like a spiritual thing. And I can now see and really feel that from knowing that was really what he was going for when creating the concept of the force in the original trilogy and honestly guys that's where i feel like star wars really stands apart from most other uh science fiction and other things in pop culture is there's this whole undertone of spiritual presence and 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 understanding good and evil and how we have choices and how we interpret things our perspective is a very important tool for how we navigate through the world 
and um, how Star Wars with the Force, you know, allowed audiences to clearly see a difference in some ways between good and evil. You know, what the Jedi wore and what they did and what their force powers from the light side of the force allowed them to do and what their, um, you know, rules and ideas as far as how to use the force uh, were and then versus the dark side, the Sith and how they used the same power, the force, to use for their never-ending conquest for power for greed and selfishness and just how those concepts were just really well um, threaded through the story and, and, and basically the whole idea of Star Wars. Because, you know, if you take away the Jedi, the Sith, the, the Force, you, you, you just find yourself having this fun science fiction story and adventure. You know, with spaceships, lasers, and aliens, and everything we talked about earlier. But I think really what makes Star Wars different is these concepts of the Force. No matter how you perceive them or when they were introduced, the Force and the teachings from the Force have low-key made the connection to these stories and characters a lot deeper. I mean, let's, let's take it back to the original Star Wars. When Obi-Wan Kenobi first tells us, the audience, and Luke Skywalker, what the Force is. Because if the great thing about A New Hope um, and the introduction of just Star Wars as a universe and the character of Luke Skywalker is that as he learns, we learn. You know, most of us, if not all of us, if if you just saw this movie in, you know, the late 70s, you had no idea about the Force. Here we have an old mentor uh, in Obi-Wan Kenobi telling Luke that, well, the Force is what gives a Jedi his power. It is an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. And, and that just sounds very deep. You know, it's like the Force is this connection that gives life the power to live. And it also can take it away. And just the idea of just how Jedis are almost like, in a lot of ways to me, like these Buddhist monks who have just found a way to tap into the connection between everything around you. You know, and, and then you get that from The Empire Strikes Back. You know, when Yoda and Luke are training in Dagobah in the swamp and Yoda looks at him and they're trying to train and he talks about in this quote, size matters not. Look at me, judge me by my size, do you? Hmm? Hmm? And well, you should not for my ally is the force and a powerful ally it is. Life creates it, makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you, here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. Yes, even between the land and the ship. And just this, this whole idea of Yoda just saying, luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. That's such a spiritual take on it. Like... If you look at most religions, how 
they depict our time here on Earth as this just, you know, hey, we are just visitors on this planet for so long. This isn't really who we are. You know, if you, you talk about your soul and so many different things that we can get into, but just how the Force in the original trilogy was this power that was all around us. That if you were Force sensitive, if you had a, you know, the ability to clear your mind and focus and, and you could develop this connection with what connects everything. But the one thing about these connections is that how much the force depends on your emotions. Because really when you look at the major differences between a Jedi and a Sith is how they view the world themselves in the force and how they think the force should be used. Now, the big thing that I like about this is how much Star Wars teaches its audiences, really, about controlling your emotions. One of the big things about Yoda is him saying, quote, remember a Jedi's strength flows from the force, but beware, anger, fear, aggression, the dark side are they. It's really starting to feel like we're going to church, you know? It's like, here's an example, and here's the verse, you know? Uh, but that's what was so unique about Star Wars and how right Yoda was. Just how, you know, these emotions that are negative in nature can bring out the dark side of people. You know, anger, selfishness, fear. That when you give in to those emotions, you find yourself suffering. And how your quest for power and so many different things will never be truly satisfied and you'll live a life that is, you know, incomplete and sad. And how if you can learn to trust your feelings and detach from certain things and not give in to those emotions, how you can become more powerful and more at peace, more in tune with the Force and just with life in general. But the thing about Star Wars that I always felt was crucial is that you have doubters, right? So in the stories of Star Wars, not everybody's a Jedi. It's not always about the Jedi and the Sith and lightsabers and the Force. What was very important in the original trilogy is having characters like Han Solo around who, you know, are in this universe, but represent the side of the universe that doesn't really believe in all that you know doesn't really get it there's even that whole line where you know han's like you know i've flown around the whole one side of the galaxy to another you know and i've seen some really crazy stuff but you know nothing to say that there's this all-powerful you know ability or magical thing controlling destiny and stuff but you know then we get in the new trilogy Han Solo saying, quote, I used to wonder about that myself, thought it was a bunch of mumbo jumbo, a magical power holding together good and evil, the dark side and the light. Crazy thing is, it's true. The force, the Jedi, all of it, it's all true. It's so crucial to have that perspective, Han Solo as a character in these stories. And, you know, throughout every trilogy, there are certain individuals that don't really get or believe in the force and uh you know if given enough time and uh <laughs> experience around certain individuals you may see otherwise by the end of it but 
honestly, that's just how a lot of spiritual, you know, concepts are perceived no matter what. Um, and it's such a personal experience. And most of the time it relies on inner belief and in, in faith and whatever you are believing in because the fact that you really a lot of the times can't show somebody proof of something and because they can't truly understand it they they question it and they doubt it um and so you know with the force it was so interesting because of the lessons that are taught to audiences from just watching the films you know the the whole code of the jedi for for one is pretty interesting uh it goes there's no emotion there's peace there's no ignorance there's knowledge only there's no passion there's only serenity there's no death there's only the force following the code the life of the jedi is regularly adhered to self-discipline responsibility and the common good Jedi is above the emotional and material goods. And that was the thing. And that's what, you know, later down the road, we understand there's a difficulty and, a, and an underlying problem with that. You know, the whole thing about the force within the movies and the stories of Star Wars is, uh, you know, about the chosen one, either being Anakin or whoever, bringing balance to the force. Um, you know, when we are introduced to the prequel movies, it's at a time where the Jedi are thriving, you know, they have their own temple and school. Um, then we get into the original trilogy. They've been, uh, you know, eliminated. There's only the Sith and just a, a, a few Jedi or force sensitive beings. Uh, and now we're into the new trilogy where the rules are also changing once again. Um, but you know there's just something about that where you know they they were teaching people if you wanted to be a jedi you have to follow these different methods of life that in a lot of ways are beneficial that are very hard to uh incorporate in life on a consistent basis but it is also what makes jedi and sith um so polar opposites because the Sith are telling you to give in to those those tempting feelings and emotions and those wants and needs that you feel like you you that you have and how that can lead to unhappiness and how the Jedi were basically trying to tell you that by connecting with the force and letting go of things you'll be more at peace and this whole idea of you know letting go of material things um that certain things uh can at surface level appear good but can also without restraint be your downfall you know anakin skywalker falls in love there's nothing wrong with love but then that love ended up making him fear losing it you know, whenever we own things, there's this fear of losing it. That's why Yoda tells Anakin, you know, that you need to learn how to let go of all the things that you fear to lose. And that's kind of a lesson that in some ways we can take into life. Um, you know, it's 
it's those moral lessons that are engraved within this universe and this story, um, no matter what saga or trilogy. Um, and I think it's very important. And it and with the help of these amazing characters, the the score and music that just instantly when you hear it brings something out that you usually don't allow and you don't even know that's there half the time. You know, I, I find it so mind-blowing that a franchise, a story set in space with everything that's going on growing up taught me so many different things um, that I didn't know until I got older. Oh, that's where that came from. You know, when you see heroes of any kind, you strive to be like them uh, and you strive and, and work towards... Um, implementing the the things that they represent and uh you know for the light side for the jedi it is this sense of compassion this uh sense of not giving into your hate not giving into your fear um and not letting anger control you and rule your decisions in life and how easy and tempting that is and how on a um, universal scale no matter what we all deal with these different emotions and that's what you know in a lot of ways dictates the outcome of certain events in our life it's our emotions and how we we should recognize those emotions so that we are able to make the best decisions possible to understand where these emotions come from why are we angry, you know, and, and also understanding why are we happy? What is making me feel this way? And, you know, part of being connected to the force, I think, was all about that, dealing with your emotions and also understanding that everything is connected. And um, through that, it, it changes your perspective on life, on the world and on the universe it, it, it just does and it always did for me i mean to the point where <laughs> growing up you know you wanted to get a lightsaber you wanted to move things with your mind you even as an adult probably walk into a walmart or store that has the automatic opening doors and you wave your hand almost like you're using the force to open the doors you know, that kind of stuff, that magical but really subtle and simple ability, it makes you feel like it's real because it's rooted in so many things that are real and, and that tap into the spiritual um, side of us and how, you know, with a lot of things, we have to have faith and believe in the things that we can't see, but it doesn't mean that they're not there. And, you know, with Star Wars and the adventures and all of the details as far as, you know, the different ships, the different characters, and then all the different events that have happened and have been written and presented to us throughout the years, you know, one thing stays consistent and that's the Force. I think that is one of the, the, the main pillars that gravitates people to this franchise. Now, the Force has changed over the years and the different abilities that people are allowed to use within the Force are written and uh, also taken away with everything that we get from this franchise. But I think it was a very inspiring tale 
you know, as far as watching someone like Luke Skywalker, a farm boy, you know, just always looking into the horizon, into the future, and then is introduced to this whole concept of the Force and Jedi and everything out there just makes you realize, wow, my little farm and problems are nothing in compared to the scale of what's out there and what I can do. And... Um, that does something to you. Like like I said, I watched these films when I was younger. I, I enjoyed the prequels when I was younger. And I still do today just because, like, those were my Star Wars. Um, and where I am, you know, in a mixed bag of feelings towards this new trilogy, there's something that will always be there. And that's my love for Star Wars. And I wanted to take time to reflect on that and to understand that, you know, after all these years, as I'm in my late 20s and have been blessed to have seen so many different things from Star Wars over my lifetime, um, you know, and I'm truly thankful for each and every experience, no matter if they you know, reached or exceeded my expectations or anything like that, you know, what's at the core of Star Wars will always be there for me and will never be able to be taken away. And the lessons that I learned as a young boy carried with me today. You know, it's it's just so funny to think that something like Star Wars and the Force and Jedi and Sith and lightsabers and all that stuff made such a cultural impact on the world and i just think that something about the force something about this uh, this presence this power and this understanding um plays a huge role in why people like star wars at least for me and um yeah i want to get your guys's opinion on the force because to me the force is that connective energy that is there and like obi-wan and everyone says it, it surrounds us it binds us it's like this flow that just goes around and and creates and and i think it's a magical and wonderful thing and i think the lessons from it are timeless and i think that no matter what generation you you come from or whenever you see these films if you watch them with an open mind and an open heart you'll be able to internalize or appreciate some of these uh tones and lessons that are threaded through and um and I think that's why it just sticks with me today. There's more of an emotional connection to Star Wars. And I am just so thankful that so many people out there feel the same way uh, through the highs and the lows of anything. Uh, whether you're a fan of a sports team or a franchise, it's not always going to be, uh, you know, the best thing ever. And that's okay. You know, it can never take away from when you first sat down in that theater and watched a Star Wars film. It will never take away the memories you had reading the comics and the novels, pretending to be a Jedi, opening doors and, and picking up a stick and pretending it's a lightsaber. It Nothing or no one can take that away. You know, when you're a fan of something or when you like something, like it without any regret because there 
are always going to be people that don't get it, they don't understand it, and they don't like it. But that doesn't mean that it should diminish any kind of joy that you receive from watching these characters and their adventures, reading these stories. It's just a really wild and bizarre time to be a Star Wars fan. And I think it's always been. Because, you know, no one really quite expected it to be the phenomenon that it is today. I don't even think George Lucas thought that. And, you know, for better or for worse, you know, things continue to uh, come out for Star Wars and things change. And new generations will be introduced to these stories and these characters. Um, but before I wrap up, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been a part of the Star Wars universe in one way or another uh, for helping shape and craft a major part of my childhood and my life even till this day. Like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, it is the 19th of December. Uh, there are showings for the Rise of Skywalker tonight, and I will be going to see. And, and then it will be done. It will be the conclusion of a saga of films that I have grown up with and watched. Um, the Skywalker Saga, as they're calling it. And once again, no matter what, I'm still excited. I'm curious. I'm ready to go on the, the ride <laughs> uh, that you go on when you sit down in a theater and watch a Star Wars movie, uh, good or bad. <laughs> And, um, yeah, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's worked on Star Wars, created Star Wars, brought these characters to life in some way or another. Uh, I want to just say how much I appreciate all the people I've been able to connect with over the years, throughout my life, uh, with our shared interests and passion towards Star Wars. Um, and I also want to close out this episode by saying a very heartfelt thank you to my stepfather Rick who's no longer with us but is the main reason the 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 individual who introduced me to this galaxy uh to these characters and to this world um and he's no longer here with us but every time I think of Star Wars I think of him vice versa and uh, it was just one of the few things that we really connected with. I remember we went and saw the prequels together. And I know that he was such an original trilogy type of guy. Um, it would be interesting to see what he would think about these new films. Um, but I just, you know, that's why Star Wars is so precious to me. And, and it's just, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you and how much I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, so... That's really going to conclude this episode of Wonder Soul. Kind of bounced around. I just wanted to talk about Star Wars in some way or another. And I just felt that the Force is really what separates it from so many other franchises and science fiction stories and worlds. And um, if you're going to see Rise of the Skywalker this weekend or whenever, I hope you enjoy it. Um, and yeah. So with that all being said, thank you for listening to another episode of Wonder Soul. And I guess the only suited way to end this episode is to say the force will be with you always. Everyone have a good uh, holiday season. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. And may the force be with you. Thank you for listening to Wonder Soul. 
Connect with the podcast through social media. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Search WanderSoul. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, and review. You can find us on YouTube and Twitch. We appreciate your support. WanderSoul hopes you have yourself a good day. Remember, the Force will be with you, always.